Hi everybody, my name is Mila, and I want to tell you my terrible story which still haunts me in my nightmares. The thing is, I killed two people. Not with my own arms, but with my actions. That day we were sitting in the classroom as usual. It was just another day, like many others before, Allison and Victoria were making fun of me again during the break. They thought I'm a stupid nerd and have no idea of how to dress, and that hurt their sense of beauty. I was not even offended by these words, but that time they went too far. In fact, those two girls had been making me suffer a lot through all those seven years at school. They were nasty little bimbos, all fancy and wearing brands, and they stuck it out all the time. They always compared themselves to others, the less lucky classmates. But honestly, they deserved no credit at all for always having the hottest items and expensive iPhones. Well, I always got the worst of it because my mom is single and she is just a janitor at our school. She also mops the floors of the entrance halls and works as a part-time street cleaner to keep us both alive. Of course, in this financial situation, I have never had any new clothes, let alone just fancy ones. But I never really cared. I studied to get a scholarship and then go to college and find a nice job. In the evenings, I helped my mom because it was too hard for her. I had no one but her, so this is how we lived. They bullied me, I pretended not to notice their existence, and they bullied me for that even more. And that day, they did manage to spoil my mood. My mom, I don't know how, had brought me a brand new school bag. I was carrying it like a holiday banner. I was very careful not to stain it. And these bad ladies poured cherry juice on it on purpose. I was really offended. And suddenly, the school building began to vibrate. Not shaking, I can't say that, but it was kind of quivering. We could feel it with our feet on the floor, the walls and the ceiling. Something really weird was going on. The teacher noticed that too. She quickly told us to get up and started evacuation, even though there wasn't any alarm. Well, we got out. If a lesson or even lessons were canceled, fine by us. When we first reached the stairs to the second floor, we felt the first strong shock. It felt like the building was shaking itself off like an old dog. Except that the dog is small and the school is huge. It has four floors and three wings. It became really awful. And then I noticed that Allison and Victoria stayed behind the others. Then they ran down the corridor. I said nothing. First, I was truly scared and got those huge goosebumps. And second, somehow, I thought this shaking would be a good punishment for them. But when we got to the first floor, we heard a horrible rumble and another shock. The roof of the third floor collapsed and an enormous crack started to divide the building into two parts. We ran away from there as fast as we could. Our principal finally announced an urgent evacuation. The teacher left us at 33 feet from the school, next to the other classes. She counted, frowned, and then asked, Is everybody here? I said nothing again. Then everybody started running. More kids were rushing out of the doors and fire exits. Higgledy-piggledy. There was a great panic. Firefighters and rescue teams showed up, and then our school just folded in half, and then it suddenly fell down, like a house of cards. 
that was it. There was only a lot of dust that flew up and landed on us all. Teachers and rescuers began to count the students and check the lists. Then it turned out two girls were missing. Out of 2,000 students, only Allison and Victoria stayed in the collapsed school. Everyone asked if they had seen where the girls had gone. Everyone shook their heads and so did I. I was still terrified of what was happening. Besides, I was afraid they'd tell me off or accuse me of something, like being responsible for their disappearance. Actually, it was true. I didn't say anything, so during this mini-interrogation I was crying, wringing my hands and denying everything. The cause of the earthquake was simple, though a very technical one. It turned out that during the construction of the building, the workers made a mistake. They dug a pit in the swamp. It was an ordinary swamp, pre-drained, but not yet sunk. In many years, the water came back, washed off the foundation, and flooded the basements. No one had looked there for a hundred years. There was some kind of bomb shelter or something down there. All boilers and pipes were higher. There was simply no need to go there to check something. Well, the foundation started floating and took the whole building with it. I'm not good at explaining because there's a whole lot of things I didn't get, let alone remembered. So it is as it is. They have been looking for the girls under the wreckage for two days. When they found them, of course, they were already dead. We and the girls' parents were told that they had died immediately without suffering. A ceiling beam collapsed on them. They were found near the restroom, by the way, so at least it was clear where they were going. But all this time, I've been tortured by a completely different question. I killed them. Not with my hands, but with my inaction. I was holding grudges against them for my ruined backpack. So like this, I became a murderer at 13. Now I'm 18, and I've never told this story to anyone before. But every night, I wake up from the nightmares and see them die in the wreckage of the school. And I just stand there and just walk away. Guys, no grudge is worth a human life. Write in the comments if you have any school enemies. Share this video with them. And remember that in the face of danger, kids' grudges shouldn't be worth anything. Otherwise, You'll spend the rest of your life blaming yourself for what you could have done but didn't do.